Welcome to Crossing Boundaries Podcast. Yeah, let's welcome everybody. <laughs> and we are your hosts, Elizabeth and Xavier Eiffel. Call me X. And today we're going to be talking about settling for less than God's best. Wow. Mm-hmm. So a little breakdown of the episode. So we're going to talk about how do you know what God's best is for you? Yeah, that's a big topic. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about settling versus not settling in relationships. Mm. Then we're going to tell some of our story. Of settling. And not settling. There you go. And then we're going to give you some next steps. I look forward to it. Cool. You ready? Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's start with how do you know what God's best is for you? So I, I think the best way to tackle that is to build a firm foundation for yourself. And that foundation is based on your beliefs, your values, and then growing in knowledge and discipline of what your values and beliefs are. Mm, that's good. Can you go into a little more detail? Sure. And so for us, um, our lives are based on the Bible and um, trusting in God and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, uh, we've been given a script in the Bible to follow. And so we spend time out of our day working, learning, and applying a lot of the um, the principles that are in there. And so that's our basis. That's our foundation for us. And so everything goes back to that. And for other people, um, it could be anything. It could be another faith. It could be some people say, and I've heard things like the universe. Uh, whatever that is for you, I think is best to... Um, Dig deep and build a solid foundation in that. Um, all right. And then the second thing that we talked about of how do you know what God's best is for you is awareness of your needs and desires within relationships. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you don't know what you want out of a relationship or you don't know what you need out of a relationship, it's easy to fall into settling for someone who is not um, God's best for you. Yep. And, um, a lot of times that looks like fear. Um, so staying with someone who, you know, it's not going to work out with because you're afraid of the future, mm -hmm. whether that is that you're afraid that you'll never find anyone else yeah, or you're afraid that this is the best it's going to be. And so you don't want to let it go. Or maybe you're afraid that you're getting older mm -hmm. and so time is running out. Mm -hmm. Um, but We've learned from our own experience that the best thing that you can do is to be bold and courageous and yeah. trust that if you're unhappy or if things don't look the way that God told you they would, um, that you need to just trust that there's more for you. Absolutely. So let's go into settling versus not settling. Okay. So I know we talked about comfort versus contentment. Mm -hmm. I know that it's one thing to be comfortable in a relationship and it's another thing to be content. Mm -hmm. I think content can be both a good and a bad thing. Yep. Depending on who the person is in the situation. Yeah. So we can have contentment in like this is like I feel good about this and but, like, I wish things were different, but 
I'm content, so I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, um, I am, I'm content with what our relationship looks like. I wish some of the outside circumstances were different, but I also know that this is, the circumstances are temporary and mm-hmm. what I have with this person is really great. Yes. And then comfort. We all want to be comfortable. Yeah. We, want, is, the, we want the least resistance possible. Yes. I am 100% guilty of this. I love to be comfortable when my comfort is compromised. I get very aggravated. Mm, Talk about it. (laughs) I mean, it's just everything from temperature to um, the weather to... Rainy days. That that falls under the weather. Oh, sorry. Um, To like my... The clothes I'm wearing, being Mm -hmm. comfortable. And so I love comfort. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not comfortable, I really get agitated. And so in relationships, um, comfort usually does not, that's not my, my weak point when it comes to settling because it's very important for me to be comfortable. Mm. But contentment is a, a completely different thing because I can totally feel content even though things might be bad. And I'm not referring to you, obviously. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it sounds like we're in trouble. <laughs> talking about past relationships. So... Um, you talked about good versus great decisions. Yeah. What did you mean by that? So, uh, I think at this point in our lives for, for many of us, um, I'll go out and say all of us, um, there aren't going to be, um, bad decisions. They're all going to be good because you're at this point in your life and your career and your relationships where, you know, you can begin to attract the best things for yourself. And in that it it becomes a good, not good. It becomes, um, you have to dig a little bit deeper to figure out what's actually for you. And so there's multiple paths that could happen and you can go, but going down the good path may not be where you're supposed to be, but being down a great path is where you're actually supposed to be headed. And so it's takes a little bit more to figure out which one of these, um, paths, decisions, relationships, are the best for you. So then in terms of relationships, like what would be, what would be an example of a good decision versus a great decision? Okay. So in the scope of a relationship, it could be, you know, someone that, you know, you, you like, and there are a lot of things about them that you don't like about them, but you kind of make the decision in your mind. Like, I'm willing to work and help develop this person. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be considered like a good decision versus holding out, being patient and waiting on the person that um, is right for you, that it doesn't come off as much of as a project. Mm. And then the other thing we talked about with settling versus not settling is patience. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing for most people mm-hmm. is like, You know, it's like we see those memes on Instagram that's like, all my friends are getting married and I'm over here like eating cookies or whatever, (laughs) or all my friends are having kids and, you know, and so we tend to get impatient because we want what we want and we want it now. Yeah. And, 
Um, sometimes the best things don't come when we want them. Yeah. A lot of the time, actually. <laughs> the best and, things. Yes. And so, especially as believers, I think it's important to really trust God's timing with your life. Yeah. And that if something was promised to you, like a spouse or children, then being patient and waiting for God's time and just reminding yourself it's not a no, it's a not yet. Yeah. Um, and just waiting and developing yourself and yeah. developing your friendships and mm-hmm. developing your relationship with God and your career and just making you the best version of you. And I know we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. Becoming a complete person. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's really like the more time as a single person that you spend on developing yourself and making yourself a more complete person, the more likely you are to find a partner that really meets the needs and desires that you have and also really truly is God's best for you. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to move into our story. Okay. And some examples of settling or not settling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you start. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so I remember going from being a teacher to working at um, Equinox and um, working as a teacher, it was a lot, it was guaranteed in terms of um, my position, my role and um, the money that I would make. But I knew deep down inside that there was something else and that I needed to go in a different direction and so I really wrestled with whether I stay um, and teach. I love teaching. Um, I didn't find anything wrong with it. Not the kids, at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so I really wrestled with that decision for, for a long time. And I could have stayed be- being a teacher and it would have been a great opportunity. And But the better decision or the the great decision was leaving um, the school and going towards working at Equinox. And so a lot of what has happened on this side was because of not settling and taking that step. And so that's just an example for me. That's not necessarily um, something that I'm saying that's an absolute for everyone, but we are all faced with these opportunities where we can either stay and be comfortable or take the leap and go into something greater. That's a good example. Mm. I like that you used a work example instead of a relationship one. Because mm. I think that when we settle in any part of our lives, we tend to settle in lots of areas of our lives. I agree. So settling for a job that you know isn't right for you. Um, and we're not saying like if you don't like your job, you should get up and quit. I'm not saying that at all. You should actually go to our friend Casey's <laughs> Connect Group, Job Seekers Connect Group. Um, but um, yeah, like settling doesn't mean you need to like run away. Mm-hmm. It just means you need to start really identifying what it is that you need from that relationship or that job um, and then setting up boundaries and seeing like is this really going to work or not yes um your turn yes it's my turn (laughs) to give an example 
Um, I'm just wondering which direction I should go. I didn't think about this too much before we started recording. I think one example I would like to give, and we've talked about this before, is how when Xavier and I first started dating, we were not complete people. Mm-hmm. We were very far from being complete people. Just Elizabeth, not me. Mm. Okay. Well, I won't go into specifics about <laughs> you, but just save, trust me. Save it for another episode. Yeah. So, yeah, we were not complete people, to put it lightly. And um, our relationship was a little bit dysfunctional. And had we been complete people at that point and had healthy boundaries, our relationship obviously wouldn't have looked the way it did. But it also wouldn't have lasted had it looked that way, mm-hmm. even if one of us had boundaries or was a complete person. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't think either one of us were settling at that point um, because we weren't looking for anything long term. Yeah. But once we started to grow in our faith mm-hmm. and um, and develop who we really were and identify our values and beliefs and start to like come together Mm -hmm. as a like functioning couple um, and set boundaries with each other. It was very easy to identify that we were like uh, actually like a really great match and that we weren't settling. Um, And so that's a good example for people who might be in a relationship right now. Especially if you're married, like, do not go get a divorce. That's mm. not at all what we want you to do. Yeah, don't do that. Um, Please. But we want you to know that, like, relationships can grow. And it can be, like, really beautiful and look different than it did in the beginning. And that's great. Like, all relationships should be changing. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Yeah. But um, if your relationship, especially if you're married right now, kind of looks like a mess... Like, it doesn't mean it has to stay there. Yeah. That doesn't mean that running away is the only way to fix it. Mm -hmm. And so for us, like, our story of being, like, pretty messy in the beginning to what we have now is such a huge transformation. And it's just a great example of, like, once we identified those things, like, we knew we weren't actually settling and that we were both really blessed to have found each other because yeah. we're we're really complement each other well and um and we're really happy i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so rude <laughs> oh, this is what i deal with people every day pray for me mm. all right so let's talk about our marriage yep um what aspect of it so I wanted to talk about, since we're telling our story a little bit and how different our our marriage or our relationship is now from what it was, mm-hmm. um, I wanted you to talk about some of the things that we do together as a family that are um, important in setting like healthy goals and things together. Okay. And so um, today is our 167th day of marriage. So I just thought everybody should know that and uh, celebrate with us. Thank you. Uh, So for us, we've decided that there is more 
to the two of us being together than to um, just look cute. And so... Uh, <laughs> we are pretty cute together. It's just you. Um, <laughs> so be- as a result of that, um, before we got married, we sat down when we were planning our wedding and we created a vision for our marriage mm-hmm. and a mission for our marriage. And um, later we did family goals, but I'll talk about that in a second. And so the reason why we did the vision is because we absolutely believe that there is more for us together and um, there's something that we need to accomplish together. Mm -hmm. And working together to achieve that will only make our relationship stronger. Yeah. And so, you know, we do have goals of going on family vacations and weekend getaways but also in that we have goals of like we talked about before like adopting a school Mm -hmm. we have goals of doing more to help the homeless yeah we have goals together of um you know writing another book Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of things that we have together and and all of those are the outworkings of our um vision yeah and so in doing that that does not allow us to settle in our relationship Mm -hmm. and so that way we can always keep things new and we can always keep going forward and we can do it together. I feel like when any relationship or you as a person by yourself, if you're not setting goals and visions for yourself or for that relationship or that marriage, things become to get stale. And then when that happens and then, you know, the outcome doesn't look as favorable. Yeah. And this is like, Xavier already said, you know, we did our mission and our vision when we were planning our wedding. Mm -hmm. And we really were like, just like you would do in a business meeting, like Mm -hmm. what is the mission of our marriage? Mm -hmm. And what is the vision of what we see our marriage being? And we wrote it down. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then our family goals. I mean, we had talked about like goals and stuff that we had before, but um, like January 1st is a great time to mm-hmm. sit down as a couple or a family if you have kids and talk about like what are the goals that you guys want to accomplish together as a family that year. And I mean, a lot of people do that for themselves. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be any different when you are in a relationship. Like you guys should have, you guys should have your individual goals, of course, but you should also have things that you plan on accomplishing together. Yeah. Within the calendar year and beyond. Right. And so um, for us, like, I mean, we made a very long list. Yeah. And it was a lot of stuff was things that, like, we can easily do mm-hmm. if we just, you know, it was just the the matter of writing it down and making sure that we keep ourselves accountable. But then some of the things were, like, things that just seem impossible. Yeah. And so those things might not happen this year or next year or in five years, mm-hmm. but we're still going to keep writing them down because yeah. they're important to us as a family. And it's also just a part of how we live our life and being dependent on God. Mm-hmm. And um, if we didn't have goals that were not um, achievable by only us, then it, it wouldn't really be that exciting to set goals. No, it would not. If it was like, Oh, like, you know, I'm going to, Xavier's like, I'm going to take the trash out every day. <laughs> it's like, great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I would hope that you would do that anyway. Yeah. Um. So having like big lofty goals will keep you guys moving forward and also like keep you. I think it just creates like more closeness. Yeah. Because you're like, we're sharing something together and we're like working towards it together as a family. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a team goal. And, you know, if you keep setting uh, goals that don't make sense, it, it makes it really hard to settle. Mm-hmm. I also just wanted to go back to the idea of fear and um, fear being a reason why people stay or settle in relationships or in jobs or whatever. And I've been in that position and I just feel like that's, that's usually why people settle. Um, and for me, I remember being in the end of a relationship and being scared for my life because I was like, I had my whole life planned out with this person and I knew what it was going to look like. And even though things were really bad, I was just like, no, like I have to make this work. Mm -hmm. And, um, what scared me most was that I didn't know what the future would look like without him. Mm -hmm. And so I stuck around and like really tried and, and pushed and did what I could. But at the end of the day, like we did not have the same values and we did not want the same things for our future. So even though I thought I had this future planned with this person, I, I actually didn't because they didn't see the same future as me. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. Like Xavier and I want the same things. You know, our, our goals look very similar. Our family goals are very easy, easy for us to write because we want the same things. Yeah. And in that situation, I I really had to kind of like wake myself up and like, you know, wash my eyes and get the, the gunk out of my blurred vision to be like, oh, we actually don't even want the same things. And so... Not me, people. Yeah, it's not him, <laughs> obviously. Um, and to just like be okay with the fact that I might be alone. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because at least... I won't be fighting someone on what they want. You know, like that's not fair to either one of us. If I really want kids and he doesn't like, that's not, that's not fair to either one of us. You know, I want 12 kids, by the way, 12 (laughs) kids. All right. We'll, we'll see about that one. Um, but you know, that's, that's what I mean is like, and if you're single or if you're dating or engaged, like these are really important things to talk about. If you guys don't sit down and talk about what you want your future to look like as a family and make sure you guys share similar goals and are on the same page, um, you're going to run into a lot of roadblocks Mm -hmm. down the road. And that was my issue was that like me and that person never did that. Like we didn't talk about what we wanted. I just was like, well, this is what I want. And so he probably wants the same thing, you know, and then, <laughs> and that's so silly. But that's also what happens when you're 22. So, um, yeah, I just felt like I need to talk about that a little bit more. Like fear is a real feeling, but it's not it's not something that should hold you back from really like going after the things that God has for you because what I thought my future would look like is very different from what it actually looks like now. Yeah. And it's a lot better than I thought it would look like. And mm. <laughs> I never thought I would like own my own business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never thought that I would meet someone like Xavier. And so what I had planned is, was so much smaller than what I have now. And I wouldn't trade that. So just trust God. 
Mm -hmm. (laughs) and don't let fear hold you back. And maybe that has nothing to do with relationships for whoever needed to hear that. Maybe that's your job yeah, or something else. I don't know. But just don't let fear hold you back from what God has for you Um, because the worst that can happen is it. You learn a lot. Yeah. You learn and, you know, but that's not, that's not even going to happen. Like nothing bad can happen in my opinion. It might be painful. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's bad. Yes. So that little route, reroute. Um, next steps. Okay. All right. So we have a bit of a theme happening. And so the next step is always uh, dealing with yourself. And so that comes down to asking yourself, where in your life are you settling? And take some time with that. Don't look for a quick answer. But find an area or find some time to really just figure out if this is a part of you that's settling. And then from there, then you can start to um, deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing to do is just, obviously, if you're a believer, to pray and ask God what he has for you. Um, anyone who knows Xavier well knows that if something's going on with you, um, he's going to ask you, well, what does God say about that? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have an answer... He'll keep asking you, well, what does God say about that? And it's because, like, we tend to only run to God when we need something. Yeah. But when there's a problem, we don't consult him. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because our pastor actually just preached a sermon called Let's Ask the Expert. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. It's like if you're, let's say you just got out of a long relationship and you're afraid of what your future looks like. And so you're tempted to go back to that person, even though you know it's not the right person for you. Like, ask God, what do you have for me? Like, I need you to kind of like talk to me and show me what you have for me. He's going to answer in some way or another. Yeah. It might not be in a relationship right now because you probably don't need to get into another one. (laughs) You know, it takes some time, but... I just think that we spend a lot of time trying to figure things out for ourselves and trying to like piece the puzzle pieces together when we could really just like pray and ask God and spend time in the word and journal and, you know, read your Bible and you'll get an answer. Yeah. And if for those that are listening that are not believers, you can do the same thing. You can you can ask God to show you that he's real (laughs) and um See what happens. Um, none of this stuff is limited to whether you believe or not. And or none of this stuff is geared towards making you believe. But these are some things that we've found that's helped us. Again, we're not experts, but we do know that this has changed our lives. And so we just want to share it on this platform. Mm-hmm. And if you're married, one simple step to get out of settling is to ask your spouse how can I be a better spouse to you? Yes. And you might be thinking, but I'm the one with the issue. Mm-hmm. So why would I ask them how I can be a better spouse? And if you heard our last episode about setting boundaries, we have to get out of that cycle of p- placing blame on our partner and take responsibility. And so if things are not good in your marriage, 
you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You cannot blame everything on the other person. Yeah. And so by saying, by me saying to Xavier, how can I be a better spouse to you? He's going to give me an answer, but he's also going to be a better spouse to me. Yeah. And he might not ask me how he can be a better spouse to me, but just the fact that he knows that I genuinely want to be a better wife for him mm. will make him want to be a better husband yeah. for me. Yeah. And also, think about when you're going to ask that question. Uh, in the middle of a fight is not the time to ask that question. Early in the morning, late at night, when you're stressed out. Yeah. Um, really think about how you're going to ask that question, as well as begin thinking about ways that you can be better as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just taking responsibility and ownership and then also listening to your partner's desires, like what they say, um, what, like maybe if you guys have never sat down and talked about your goals as a family, Mm -hmm. that would be a good time to also have that conversation. Like, what do you want out of life? And there's actually a really good app. It's called Gottman's card decks. Mm -hmm. It's G O T T M A N. Um, It was created by Dr. John Gottman. He is a relationship expert and author and writes a lot of great books about marriage. And he studies marriage with his wife. Mm -hmm. Really good books. Um, But so he created this app called Gottman Card Decks. And it's basically like like cards set up on an app (laughs) that you can pull up and ask each other questions. And so there's different categories, um, but a lot of them are like, what are your dreams or what would you like to accomplish in the next five years? Or, um, you know, who was your best friend growing up? Yeah. Like things that create, he calls them love maps. And it's basically just like getting to know your partner more intimately because the more intimate you and your partner are on an emotional level, um, the more you're going to feel like, um, you're not settling for someone like this is really like who you want to be with Mm -hmm. because intimacy is created through vulnerability and, um, we need to be more vulnerable with our spouses. I agree. And you could, if you're single, you could use the app by yourself and ask ask yourself those questions. Um, there's no, none of this stuff is like, one size fits all, you know, there's going to be a lot of different variety in terms of what comes out of it, but use the same thing. Use the same app, take yourself out to a quiet time and ask yourself that question. What is my goal? Where do I want to be? What is my dream? Um, all of that's on that app. And we don't get paid for that by the way. Uh, but, uh, these are some things that has helped us. And so we just want to share it. Can't say that enough. Yeah. Um, and then the last next step, this is actually Xavier's specialty. And this is how I think most of his friends would identify him as being this type of person. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth said it. I didn't say that. Um, so I, I think it's important to have trusted friends that you can talk to that can be honest with you and, um, they can see things that you can't see. Yeah. And so it's good to have a good core group. There's no limit on the core group. It could be as many as a thousand or as little as four. That's completely up to or you. Or one. Or one. Whatever you can manage. But asking your friends, like, what do you see um, for me? What do you see me doing? Where do you see me settling? Um, 
and don't be offended when you ask. They're, yeah. they're your friends that you trust, and that's why you're asking them in the first place. Just like, what, what do you think about this opportunity, or mm-hmm. what do you think about the way I'm heading, or based on what you know about me, what do you think my next steps are? Yeah. And we can't underestimate the value of that. You may not see it, but God may be speaking to your friends. And so in that way, you can piece together what's God's best for you. Yeah. And the reason why I said that this is Xavier is because he can't help himself but to be honest with people that he loves. (laughs) And so a lot of his friends, like he'll see them going in a bad direction or making a bad decision and not like life-threatening. Obviously, if it was life-threatening, he would be like intervening, but more so just like, you know, maybe going after a relationship that isn't really well suited for them or a job opportunity that doesn't really make sense based on their goals. And he'll just step in and say like, hey, what does that have to do with the long-term goals that you have that we talked about? Mm-hmm. And usually like, because I mean, I'm guilty of this too. Xavier confronts me on stuff like that all the time. Mm. And my first response is typically like, this is a good opportunity. Leave me alone. Mm. Let me be. Mm. (laughs) And that's usually what he gets from his friends too. Um, And I'm not going to say always Mm. because we don't want him to get a big head. But Mm. a lot of the time I look back on these things and I'm like, man, he was right. (laughs) So having someone in your life, though, that can be really honest with you about what they see and knowing that they're not they don't want you to not have that relationship or have that job out of jealousy or envy. It's really them looking out for you and what's best for you. And especially, again, I know we're talking a lot about God today. And so if you don't believe in God, it's still, you know, this is still valid for you. Um, But as a believer, you know, having somebody who can speak things into you that they see where you're kind of like walking off of the path that God has set for you is really important because, you know, we have to believe that the Holy spirit uses people to speak to us. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I know that Xavier is that person for me and for a lot of his friends, just kind of like, hello, remember, (laughs) remember what we talked about or remember that goal that you had or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I know I keep backtracking, but I forgot that I wanted to talk about our friend Renee mm. um, in the patience, talking about patience. Um, our friend Renee is amazing, but she was talking to us one day about how when she was young, all she wanted was to get married and she couldn't wait to meet her husband and... um. And it didn't really happen like that. And she was just kind of like bitter and angry for a little bit. And it took her into into her 30s to really be like, okay, I'm single and I'm okay being single. And I actually like being single. And and we had this long conversation with her about her singleness and how content she was in her singleness. And um, that she just really trusted that God would bring 
her spouse when it was time and that she didn't really, she wasn't freaking out about it. She had peace about it, but she knew she wanted to get married one day. Yeah. And literally a week later, she met the guy who is now her fiance Mm. and they're such a great match. And, um, it's just funny because I feel like it always happens that way. You know, it's like, once you're like, oh, I really am okay being single, you meet that person. Mm-hmm. It's, they say like, you know, when you're not looking, you meet that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's hard to actually not be looking, yeah. you know? And they say the same thing about like couples who have been trying to get pregnant. Like as soon as they stop thinking about it and take a break, like they get pregnant. Or even I've heard of couples who have gone through IVF and they get pregnant or adopt mm-hmm. and after they have that baby through IVF or after they bring home their adopted baby, they get pregnant naturally. Mm. And it's just kind of like, we don't think about how much stress we put on ourselves um, when we're constantly like seeking and searching. And if we turned all of that energy inward and focused on ourselves, um, those other things would be so attracted to us or people or situations or jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, so there, there's a lot of ways you can take today's episode, um, settling for less than God's best. Um, but what's most important is that you know within you where you're settling and where you are uh, pushing forward for the best opportunity for you or um, our language, uh, the best that God has for you. So just just remember that in those in those small moments when you're listening to this, maybe the examples don't make sense to you, that's fine. Um, but there is something within you that you know whether or not you're like fully going for it versus um, playing it safe. Mm-hmm. And so all this is is getting you to just um, don't play it safe. Yeah. Go towards what's going to be best for you. And remember that on the other side of that is generations of people that you may not get to meet, but because of the decisions you made today, that their lives are going to be ultimately made better. Yeah. Especially if you think of like starting a business or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you don't know what impact that could have long term on people's lives. Um, yeah. And around the world. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, we hope this was enjoyable for you. Yeah. We hope you learned something. We hope you feel encouraged. Yes. Um, We thank you for listening and hope that you will continue to rate us in the Apple store. Be nice. Leave some reviews. For Elizabeth. (laughs) They're public. Leave the reviews for Elizabeth. (laughs) Don't address me, please. And yeah, thank you for the support. If you have anything you really want us to talk about, um, let us know. And in our next episode, we're going to be talking about finding love Mm. where do you find it how do you get it can you buy it i'm gonna tell you all how xavier found me Mm. (laughs) (laughs) all right have a great day evening morning yes wherever you are right now listening to this and we love you peace out bye